0: Welcome to the 2021 XXL Freshman Cypher. First up, we got Shooter McGavin You know what I'm saying? The hottest The hottest
1: The hottest Shooter, let him let him know Let him know Yo, okay, I shoot a nigga Then I'm about to go and bag a bag of crap I'ma share these bullets, I can't have them back You niggas is funny, so I had to laugh I've been selling dope since I was three I'm with a baby at it yo Yo, these niggas made me mad, ha 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 ha, like I said, I really had to laugh, and I, and I, and I, and I like to sell the of dope, yo, and I like to shoot it with the scope, uh, did I mention that I'm shooting niggas, and I'm farting like I'm Putin, nigga, uh, and I'm shooting and I'm shooting, aiming at your face, watch the bullet go through it, yo, someone sell me some drugs, it's like, I don't even really like to use them, you niggas not gon' do that, niggas know you really not gon' do nothing, Uh, and I'm shooting more guns. I'm collecting them, it's a lot of fun. In the bank account, I got a lot of fun. In the strip club, you know I'm throwing lots of ones. Huh, you niggas quiet like a nun. You talking, I don't really want none. I'm gonna shoot a lot of guns. I'm gonna shoot a lot of pistols. Hey. All right, next
0: up. Next up, we got the hottest female artist in in the nation young Vaggie, go vaggie. uh uh i'ma put this pussy on his sideburns huh
2: nikki said that first but got the rhyme first huh pussy 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 yeah and you know i'm selling it selling it huh and you know i don't got no felonies yeah put the face of pussy and i'm smelling it put your face all up inside the pussy you can smell it yeah yeah yeah, pussy, pussy, pussy. Uh, yeah, I'm talking about vagina. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about vagina. Uh, send some money to my only fans or my cash up. Yeah, the pussy, pussy. Yeah, did I mention that I have a vagina? I rap about it a lot. Yeah, yeah, pussy, pussy, pussy. Uh, with a little bit of pussy. Oh, can I have some tea and some pussy? Call it pussy tea. <laughs> oh, I forgot my rhymes. Uh. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, twerk. Yeah, I'm twerking. Yeah, yeah, twerking, yes.
0: Yes, I'm twerking. Give me that mic. Um, C- Cut this shit off, man. I- cut this shit off, man. Uh, what's the problem? I can't take it anymore. What you mean? I can't take it. I've been a DJ at these cyphers for years, and this is the worst shit I've ever heard in my life. I mean, it wasn't that bad. Was... All you rap about is selling dope. Cause I sell dope, bro. You don't even sell dope. What? What? You your name is Bobbled. Oh, you are gonna put me? You... I've never heard that name before. Put me out you there are like that. You're not even like that, bro. I know your mama Bobbled. Don't bring my mama. I know your mama. All right. She's and quiet. you, all you do is rap about your pussy. Um. We get it. You have a pussy. I do. We get it. We understand. You like to sell dope and shoot people. That's crazy. You like your you like your vagina. I do. It's I'm empowering we women. It. We understand. Alright? I'm trying to keep it real. Every single bar is shooting somebody, selling some dope, or a pussy. Um. I don't like I'm I'm dope and pussied out. I'm tired. Oh my god. Alright? You guys are aware. You guys are aware that you can rap about more than that, right? Uh-uh, I can't. Like you guys are aware of that, right? I, I don't like know how Every single line has to be about shooting somebody, selling some drugs, or pussy. Every single one. Um, Who is hyping this up? My my manager. I'm really doing this to get back at my shit dad. Is trash, fam. You got all these white people thinking that's all we care about. Pussy, dope, pussy, guns, drugs, pussy, dope. And cars. Are you kidding me? Cars too, cars. Like, do you what? what? Cars too. You get what? cars, bro. Do you know that you can be more than that? Like, do you I even whip know? A I I can't I I quit. This is the last cipher I'm doing. I quit. Get uh, me, here. Get me out of here. Give me my shit. I whipped a foreign.
1: I whipped a foreign though. I whipped a foreign here. I was I was playing the underground. You know, I was playing the underground.
3: You can't get like this, though. You can't listen, Reverend, you can't get like these flows. And you know we snapping you. I'm awake, getting paid, I'm working. I don't know, is it late or early? She bend it over and shake on work it. Feel at home when it's late, I'm swerving. I'm awake, getting paid, I'm working. I don't know, is it late or early? She bend it over and shake on work it. I'm sending but out at all joint. When it's late, I'm swerving.
1: My chick, way too thick about competition. I don't care enough. Check it like a dog, like a terrier. <laughs> Then I'm jetting off like a harrier Glasses and a gamer, secretary, halibaria Living in a place where these racists try to bury you. betray Betraya you like it's scarier, you Judas isn't scared of us Kanye said that sunken place was really thought he married up, I am not bound to this I'm about to go get out America Pit the fried fish and split the shrimp I had to share with ya Say what stock to get, we getting rich Don't need the carry guns, black trucks with the guap tent We prepare the lunch, I'm locked in and I'm godsend like a predator, us got you smoking papers. Young Khalifa, not a fan of Blunt's currency. Is up, them people stuck. Cause they ain't G enough. Family
3: guy who grew up way too fast, like he's Stewie, bruh. Mega crystals all over the Buddha. Yo, I'm booted up. It's foolish how I'm we awake, do it, bruh. I'm paid. I'm uh. working. I don't know, is it late or early? She bend it over and shake on work. it but at home when it's late, I'm swerving. I'm awake getting paid, I'm working. I don't know, is it late or early? She bend it over and shake on work, it Feel at home when it's late, I'm swerving.
1: back to the underground i am your host nave no bleak there's been a lot of stuff happening in the culture i've definitely had to take some some time to recover after that edible episode that was crazy um salute to everybody out there um i hope if you're a parent and you have kids in school i hope you're enjoying the summer um i hope you're having a lot of adventures and the kids are staying out of trouble salute to all the creatives out there artists um, the food people creating, creating meals to sell to people to bring them joy that way. Um, specifically to the artists, I want to say, I feel your pain, man. Please understand, even the Bible says a prophet will have the most trouble in his hometown. Um, if you caught the Bible study that's, that's up on, um, anchor.fm slash the underground, UNDR ground, uh, we just did two Bible studies on setting boundaries and uh, how people did not recognize Jesus after the resurrection. So if you are on your way to being who you know you're supposed to be, please, please, please be aware that some some of your loved ones may not recognize you. Some of your loved ones may not salute you like you feel like you need to be saluted. Please be aware that that may protect you from them trying to finesse you, or it may give you that, that self-motivated drive that you need to wake up and make things happen so please understand that even them ignoring you has a reason i want to make sure that the artists know that because hometown silence is is a a lot of artists stop before they even start because all of their circle will run to the new drake or migos single and then as soon as they drop music it's silent so i i want to say i know what that feels like salute work through it and skip the people ignoring you they'll they'll double back later once they see the world recognizes your greatness man so we got a good show Uh, we're gonna get into some music make sure you guys leave a comment on getxup.weebly.com salute to reddit um i want to say we have some uh uh, a new zay gatsby single that i want to preview um also artists this is a free platform um for you to make sure you get your music out But if you are an artist who wants more of an in-depth review, um, please go ahead and look at our donation tiers. Salute to everybody donating. You know what I'm saying? Y'all are the lifeblood of this podcast. If you want to get prio to make sure your song is featured um, and reviewed and shouted out and everything, please look at our donation tiers. That is something that we gift to our our biggest supporters of the podcast. It's not payola. I want to say that. There's been rumors going around. It's not Payola, all right? Because if you're whack, we will shut you down and will not accept your donation, anyway. You know what I mean? But uh, it does. It does. You know, this is not a. This isn't free to do. You know, this is not free to do. It costs me money to promote some of these things. So salute to the donators, man. I really, really appreciate y'all, man. All right, so let's get into some music. If you want to know who is playing. Make sure you look down below on the website to check the timestamps in the comments, man. We will be back. This is the underground. All right, let's get into it. We gotta talk about the double XL 2021 cover and Ciphers, y'all, we definitely got to talk about that. So let me make sure I, I get all the names. Um, DDG repping Pontiac made the cover, Coy Leroy made the cover, 42 Doug made the cover, Moray, Pooh Scheisty, La Kia. There's a lot of Michigan. I see Milwaukee, Pontiac, and Detroit representing. Um, Tusi from North Carolina. Blast um, From South Central LA Ruby Rose Lexington, Kentucky Ian Dior And who else we got Oh, Ian Dior has three He's repping three places Arecibo, Puerto Rico Oh no, he's repping two places Arecibo, Puerto Rico and Corpus Christi, Texas Um, So yeah, that's the list That's the list the cyphers the cyphers the cyphers man we gotta talk about this and you're gonna hear me bring this point up during my music review when we talk about pop smoke and G Herbo too uh the best cypher the the, the best verse that i heard out of that i gotta give it to this lakia this lakia artist from milwaukee now i've never heard her music i've never heard her music but She said something about, you know, you got the same flow and you haven't switched the topics. I I have to commend that because it's getting ridiculous out here. It's getting ridiculous out here. Hip hop. I I tweeted it. Hip hop is one of the only genres with very clear benchmarks. We got the five elements, very clear uh, styles and, and, and. Just feats of poetry rhyming, metaphors, all that hip hop is one of the only genres where, where it seems like people just go out of their way to make the most simple basic stuff possible and please don't get it twisted I'm talking about this because I don't I know I know for a fact that it isn't just the artists choosing to put this content out They're looking at trends And more importantly These labels are coming in And and directing these artists Or selecting certain artists That put forth certain narratives But it is getting ridiculous It's getting ridiculous Like Every single line That I'm hearing Many times from male artists Unfortunately My people it's about selling dope shoeing people. Every single line that I'm hearing from female artists or woman artists, I, I don't want to, you know, put that out there. Like they said that that's like uh, uh, inappropriate to say the word female. But every single line is about vagina. And like, don't get me wrong, salute all that stuff. But Jesus. I in the in the scariest part. I'm gonna bring this up later too, is how America has brainwashed us, specifically people of color, to embrace the same exact stereotypes. Not only embrace but defend the same exact stereotypes that not even two generations ago our grandparents and ancestors we're fighting tooth and nail against somehow america has convinced our women that our struggle is the body struggle our struggle historically was and i don't want to get too like let me let me calm down you know what i'm saying i don't want to yell our struggle has been they used to view our women as nothing but sex objects let me say that again because i like i see it the industry is using artists meg the stallion i'm saying names to push this narrative that for people of color specifically women of color it is woke to be as naked as possible It is woke to to sell your body for money. It's woke to do all of these things. And everyone's running with it like, yeah, yeah, this is empowerment. This is empowerment. Don't get it twisted. All right. In the past, America suppressed women. But it was white women who were viewed as these pure beings who had to wear Uh, uh, head-to-toe coverings who couldn't wear bikinis and bathing suits and all this stuff they used to view our women as nothing but holes to enter that is why slave owners used to sexually assault our women at will whenever they wanted because they used to say and they still do they used to say that our women were nothing but sex objects. It's not the same struggle. So, and, and they used to say our men were mindless killers and criminals. You get it? That's what they used to say about us. Uh, I cannot imagine. You know, I'm going to save that for the, for the pop smoke part. But the civil rights movement, all this stuff. Malcolm X and Martin Luther King would be canceled today for saying that we need to have more self-control and self-awareness as a people. They used to view our women as nothing but prostitutes and whores. That was what our ancestors had to fight against. They used to view our men Our grandfathers and great grandfathers as nothing but killers and criminals. And now these labels, mostly run by European or white people, are pushing these artists out that are saying the same exact stereotypes. And the scariest part is I'm commenting on this on social media. It is black people arguing with me. It is black women and men arguing with me. Screaming on me. Saying that I'm a, I'm a problem. There's a problem with me for restating what our ancestors used to fight against. You know what this made me realize? Same thing. I'm going I'm to talk about this more with my G Herbo and my Pop Smoke album reviews. I used to think... If there's a loud enough voice speaking the truth, just like MLK and Martin. It just needs to be a loud enough voice and we will wake up. I realize now people don't want to wake up. People don't even care about history at all. As long as it's a black face on the television saying it or YouTube because people don't watch TV anymore. Not only will we buy into it, our people will attack. And and look, white hip hop Twitter sits around and many who are the descendants of these individuals who used to enslave and brutalize us, or at least were part of this crazy racist society that believed these stereotypes and still does. They sit around thinking that's what we're about and debating who's better and saying this is awesome, this is great, this is is revolutionary. There is not shit revolutionary about pushing the same exact stereotypes that they used to say about our people. There's nothing revolutionary about it. They got you hook, line, and sinker. I learned in my um, college courses, one of the concepts they talked about with authors, writers, poets, there's a conversation going that was started the first time a poem got put out on a national level. Langston Hughes, all these people from the Harlem, Harlem, Harlem Renaissance, there was a conversation that was started and every single person who writes a word and puts it out is continuing that conversation. The conversation has devolved into basic shit. And it's been that way for quite some time. And we just eat it up. That's what America has done. In other places, there's oppressive re- oppressive regimes that, and there's still messed up stuff happening. But places like Cuba, stuff like that. There's oppressive regimes who are bringing it to your door. And they trying to bring some stuff to our door these days. But we're not going to talk about that right now. In America, they have made us so brainwashed that we blindly accept and defend whatever narrative they give us. I'm I I am so tired of people defending the same basic bullshit stereotypes that they used to say about us like it's the gospel just because there's a black artist saying it. I hope that wasn't too offensive but it's true our people's struggle was not to be considered thugs, killers, pimps criminals, drug dealers or prostitutes we were fighting to be seen as human, they didn't even see us as human while they were saying that white women need to stay in the house and do all this stuff and, 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 and all that cover up they weren't even thinking about that with us they were just thinking oh that's just a free that's just either a criminal or a freehold that i can go visit it makes me cringe to see so many of us just blindly believing all this and calling it empowerment exhibitionism aka being naked is not automatically empowerment if you're if you're Rebelling against a, an oppressive government and an oppressive society, I can see it. But they're trying to act like that is our struggle. No, our struggle was to be seen as good enough to be an engineer, a teacher, anything other than the lowest tiers of society. And I got attacked left and right. On the burner account, I didn't use my main account for this, but I got attacked left and right for simply saying the same things Malcolm and Martin were saying. They have got our people so, excuse the language, pussified, so weak-minded, so brainwashed that we just absorb whatever they tell us as the gospel and argue and attack whoever calls for us to be seen as something more than the lowest levels of society meaning the pimps the killers all that stuff it's like i'm watching people debate over over nikki lyrics versus meg lyrics i'm watching people debate anytime i see a i saw someone say meg the stallion is an amazing writer i said which bar name a bar And they went on this whole rant about, oh, if you don't know, you must not know rap. No, I listened to Lauryn Hill and Tierra Wack and all of these people who have done amazing feats of poetry. Give me one bar that this person has rapped that is not a super crazy stereotype that is leading our women and children and our young men into having children with unprotected unprotected sex, not warning them about the dangers of unprotected sex, not warning them about uh, uh, equating yourself to a dollar amount or any of that. Give me one bar from this artist that's not that, and they went on this whole rant trying to attack. And this this brings it to my next point, man. And I'm not trying to hate, but I'm trying to be real. The social media disease. Social media. Disease. I'm gonna wait. We're gonna cover this for our next topic. So salute to to, I I don't want to overshadow the fact that I'm very glad that young people of color of anyone that is I I don't want to overshadow the fact that hip hop is still alive and that there are people rapping and doing ciphers. But part of the game, part of the five elements of hip hop is knowledge. Knowledge of the game. You got to know where you came from before you just start arguing with people you got to know where you came from or you just end up defending the same bullshit that your ancestors prayed every single day would change you got to so you know salute but like and look i'm not gonna act like double xl has represented the voice of conscious people i don't even like to say conscious because they done hijack that too you know what i mean but the classes have just gotten the lyrics have just gotten dumber and dumber and dumber and more basic and more basic and the public has started to champion it more and more and more they're saying that these people are amazing writers fam lauren hill exists i'm not someone who's just gonna go with it so if this offended you you're listening to the wrong podcast this is the underground all right we're gonna be back
4: Tape, and fuck all these bitches, I'm trying to get away Pull up in the wraith and I speed on the A Two tats on my neck, two tats on my face Fuck all these niggas, they mouth ain't no tape And fuck all these bitches, I'm trying to get away Pull up in the wraith and I speed on the A Two tats on my neck, two tats on my face Yeah, I'm with my bay, yeah we at the bay, Fucking in the tent house, having my way She want a Birkin, I pull my cash out I see her lurking, I see her smirking I'm like oh my god, the way she's shaking that She I like, yeah, I said yeah right now So I Better to the lights out oh. Fuck all these niggas in mouth ain't no tape And fuck all these bitches I'm tryna get away Pull up in the wraith and I speed on the A two tats on my neck two tats on my face Fuck all these niggas in mouth ain't no tape And fuck all these bitches I'm tryna get away Pull up in the wraith and I speed on the A Two tats on my neck two tats on my face I keep on saying that, I'm super saying that I got a bitch, and she won't stop playing I got a king size, she wanna land it Money is lens size, keep on saving it Live on the brink side, yeah I take the risk I'm on the wind side, I don't take no L Whoever need help, baby ring the bell But you don't trust me, shorty I can tell Nigga don't intervene, no she on promethazine. I gotta pull up in the drop top. I gotta pull up in a white top. Yeah when I pull up they gon' drop style. Yeah when I pull up y'all can't go ra 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 ra. Yeah, fuck all these niggas, they mouth ain't no tape. And fuck all these bitches, I'm tryna get away. Pull up in the rafe and I speed on the A. Two tats on my neck, two tats on my face. Fuck all these niggas, they mouth ain't no tape. And fuck all these bitches, I'm tryna get away. Pull up in the rafe and I speed on the A. Two tats on my neck, two tats on my face.
1: just finished podcasting for the day I sit down to start editing open my phone and I see madness happening on my YouTube timeline I see Lupe Royce Murder Mook Mickey Facts and Loaded Lux all talking and then I see lupe lupe fiasco and royce the 59 going back and forth i gotta talk about this y'all so the killers are mobilizing man the killers in hip-hop the most lyrical rappers are finally starting to mobilize someone said i know eminem was sitting there waiting in the chat under a, a ken kniff account for those of you who don't know, Lupe Fiasco and Royce the 5 have, they've had a podcast for quite some time. And I always wondered when this was going to happen. Of course it would happen when Joe and them go on hiatus too. I saw this coming. As someone who is into lyrical hip hop, this is a hard lesson I had to learn myself. Pause. I had to learn this lesson when you're a killer, lyrically, eventually, there's going to come a time when, even if it's the homie, actually, especially if it's the homie, when the other killers take notice and they feel like they have to defend their title. It's 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 as eventual... As time proceeding in the day, now I kind of feel bad for Royce, but he brought it on himself. You know, you can be the most personable person, you can be a very nice person, but when it comes to rapping, eventually you're gonna clash. All of the people I I called my homies in this rap stuff eventually there came a time where that competition shows up and royce god bless him he's trying to be nice but he let these battle rappers draw him into this man everyone knows it's it's funny it's like it's like you ever, you ever encounter somebody who can sing real well? The first thing that most of the best singers say is, oh no, I don't really sing like that. Me? Nah. Unless they're like really established. Lyrical or very talented people, they have this back and forth. You see it. They go from being very humble because they know what they can do and wanting the world to know their, uh, their talent. And so Royce does the humble thing. Lupe does the humble thing. That's what uh, songwriting rappers who are very lyrical, that's what they do. You know what I'm saying? I do the humble thing too. I'll act like I can't tear your head off. But if you challenge me, God forbid if you say my name, I will unleash a megaton bomb on your entire situation that's just what's gonna happen I I will be a very nice chill forgiving person you know what I'm saying like I'm a self-proclaimed nerd who's unfortunately been in street situations I learned how not to not to deal with uh, uh, certain situations conflict de-escalation all that stuff but if you challenge my pen my writing ability I will cut your head off. And that is what is happening. Now, the battle rap... It's, it's basically like... How do, I, how do I describe this? It's like train boxers versus street fighters... When it comes to battle rap versus songwriting. And both can do... Well, no, no. I'm about, I was about to say something crazy. Every songwriter can't battle. And every battle rapper can't make songs but the thing that we all have in common is the love of the game the bars eventually you're gonna clash as soon as i saw that lupe and Roy show i thought when are we gonna when it what when's the music gonna happen so they get on instagram live i believe it's instagram live and these battle rappers, this is what they do. They're masters at, at setting up a battle, drawing other artists into battles. They do this thing where they talk crazy and then it's time to battle. And if you are the kind of person who... A battle rapper has the ability to stand. They have to. You got to stand there and let somebody talk crazy. And then you take your turn. So it's not just the bars. You have to have this ability to... To take some some of the craziest content, most disrespectful content, and not do you know, wait your turn. So outside of battle, they have this thing where the way they interact with each other, they could be super cool, but they're gonna talk crazy, especially if it's to sell or promote a fight. So mook, loaded lux. And Mickey Fax, it was crazy. Mickey Fax was sitting there eating a steak. God bless Royce. He fell for it, man. He let them get him into a conversation about who would body who in a battle. And you know, Lupe, though he does the humble thing, he is waiting to chop somebody's head off. Every lyrical artist, though we do the humble thing, we're waiting to chop somebody's head off if it comes to it. We're waiting. And they started they started talking, and Royce started saying, no, nah, man, they started talking about a battle. They want to see, The talk is a Lupe versus Royce battle. All right, so they started talking. Royce is going to defend his name. Of course, Royce is not going to sit there and say, oh, yeah, Lupe is going to win. He's defending himself. Lupe caught what he was saying. Next thing we know, Lupe gets on the live and starts going off. I'm seeing the IG live of Lupe walking around just freestyling, throwing shots. So he comes on the live wild aggressive as any real lyricist is when his pen gets challenged. When his writing skill gets challenged. And Royce is I understand Royce because I'm big on tone too. If someone is talking to me in an aggressive tone It doesn't matter what you're saying Lower your tone Doesn't matter what it's about Lower your tone Lupe got in there aggressive People forget Lupe was active in Chicago Still is running around And he started talking that talk man He said all y'all talking You ain't rap yet Royce got mad Said get in the ring bitch And Lupe signs off He said start practicing start practicing and then all the battle rappers come mook and this and mook and all of them come back and say, I heard him. That means the song. What league? We What, what are we doing now? I want to hear a song. Battle rap is cool. I want to see who can rap better. And honestly, no bias. I think that Lupe is destroying anyone on a song, maybe a battle. But on a song for sure. I love this. I feel bad for Royce because he's got a business and a podcast with Lupe. I really hope this doesn't stop their podcast. I just left a comment. I think Royce, Loaded Lux, uh Los, whoever else, all need to get on a four or five song Slaughterhouse, Slaughterhouse type song. And or uh, a four or five verse Slaughterhouse. A four or five verse Slaughterhouse type. I'm so excited about this. I can't even get my words up. Slaughterhouse type song. And settle this once and for all. Lupe. Nobody can rap better than Lupe Fiasco. He's very humble. I'll say it. Royce. He's right up there. But Lupe is a different kind of animal. On that microphone. They want to see a battle. I want to see a tape. I love this. I love that like I just went on this long rant. You'll hear it about how BS hip hop is, how people are pushing stereotypes. This is the this is the balance that the game needs. This is what the labels need to put money up to promote. This is what we need. I, I, again, I feel so bad for Royce Because he's trying to keep it He, You could tell These battle rappers are different they, they, they see blood This is what they're on They were excited They were hyping it up Guru, uh, Jay-Z's engineer was in there They were hyping it up On some New York stuff And you could tell Royce was like I don't want this to go here uh, You could tell, man But you could also tell a real lyricist is not going to let you talk crazy. It's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Like you you can't challenge a real lyricist and a real lyricist and not get some type of pushback if they love this sport. And I call it a sport. If they love this game, man. So I hope a song comes out of this. A battle, I don't know, like a battle is kind of more I don't know, battle rappers have the ability to kind of disrespect each other and then be cool. Like I'm that's why I say I can't be a battle rapper because I can't just stand there and let you spaz and scream and all that with crazy vocal tones without feeling like I need to swing on you. I can't do that. But a song would be great. I don't necessarily need a battle, but I do find that Lupe has points. Everybody is woofing and talking, nobody's rapping. Nobody's rapping. Get on a song and prove your point. I had these things called sparring practices before I stopped messing with any of the artists around here. I don't really work with, with any of my peers. I distance myself from my peers for personal reasons, but also because none of you niggas can fuck with me. And I like I respectfully, I don't never, you'll never hear me say that. You know what I'm saying? But you you can't. You can't, man. You just can't. It's not going to happen. You know what I mean? I'm not even talking disses. I'm talking just we own a song and we're seeing who has the best metaphors, rap flow, all that stuff and ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen. But usually usually you get this weird it's it's very rare as a lyricist that It's very rare that you can have that competition and it doesn't turn onto some other stuff. Like, I had a lot of homies that I used to rap with, some of them that I even used to look up to, but as the years progressed, what I view as friendly competition, people take it personally when they get bodied on a song people start looking at you crazy people start running and gossiping and that's exactly kind of what that's the gossip is kind of what happened they got the battle rappers got off the the uh the call and then went to call royce and started talking this and started talking that and started talking this and started talking that uh to lupe that causes real life tension when when a battle rapper is when a rapper is it's like with anything like if you're a basketball player if you're if you're dunking on somebody who considers themselves to be very good at basketball you can only dunk on somebody so many times before they start feeling a kind of way and it starts it starts manifesting into resentment i pray that's not happening with this situation i pray that everyone can separate the rap from real life and i, I I don't even know why I'm saying this. I hope it doesn't get physical. Like, there's there's no need for. It. Royce was talking like, uh, he was wondering if it was gonna get physical and being. I think uh, beating people up. I think I think Royce needs to kind of. I hope that's not what he was talking about. Like, I I kind of heard some like, the, 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 talking about they are gonna meet in person and all that. Nah, to me that's like getting too emotional about it. Just shut up and rap, everybody everybody shut up and rap stop talking stop doing the instagram live stuff shut up and rap shut like you don't you guys don't even everyone's talking about how it needs to be this pick a beat shut up and rap and that'll settle it do it as many do it as many times as possible as, as you need to do i would love to see like a 10 song project slaughterhouse style basically slaughterhouse brought back but with these individuals i would love to see that that would be great for the culture so I'm I'm very happy that the killers while all this bubblegum stuff is happening that the killers are active in in hip hop that they're talking to each other that that um, these kind of conversations are happening I don't want the podcasts or any business or any bad blood I do want music out of this I think I think any music that can come out of this situation would be great for the culture King Los just got busy in the um the battle rap scene. You know what I'm saying? Like the killers are waking up. I I know Eminem is watching this somewhere. Somehow he's wa- I know Eminem is very close close to Royce. And he's he's keyed into who is rapping in hip hop. Oh he just signed what's that guy's name? Grip? Side note, he just signed this artist Grip. I think his name is Grip. He sounds exactly like old school Eminem. He's still getting his his uh confidence it sounds like but salute to that there's a new addition to shady let's see what they do but yeah i i'm ready to see what kind of content comes from this i hope everyone just shuts up with the talking the back and forth and they get in the booth man i had to address this all right y'all we'll be back yeah yeah yeah
5: yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah,
6: yeah, 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 yeah. Anxiety has got a home, but I know, I know it can't stop can't know, me. It can't stop me. Done. I'm coming up for it's like I can't fucking breathe. But just watch me. Just watch me. Society has got me on some real dumb shit. My friends and I get high till we can't even function. Paranoia got me chained, but I don't fucking care. I got both cutters in my hands. I take them everywhere. Just question. No, this is
4: Patrick.
6: He's <laughs> a bitch, my love, a load I can't control. Mopping benzos, <laughs> rolling drugs, just to unload all this white noise in my head. It's a poison, make me feel that paranoia on my side. Help me point out all the snitches need my knife. Throats closed, minds numb, can't think, re-record, I'm fucked up, brother, the dang, only thing, make the memories go away, I'm insane, and I blame it on the pain, losing myself, I need some help, love my soul, I haven't felt right so I can tell, others feel this hell, if you can relate, try to change your fate, get create find an outlet, lose the crowd, they only use you, true friends hardly found, coming back, full attack, disrespect, make me mad, handle shit like a man, I can't stand what you do Came between me and the bread Now I get to throw the lead Where you want it in the head Bye-bye. Your time done, just a fucking pump. No respect, lost your life over funds. Told you one day you would pay the price. No need for disguise, slice him, leave him where he lay. No one gives a fuck about him anyway. these' has got a hold but I know it can't stop me. It can't stop me. I'm coming up for air, it's like I can't fucking breathe. But just watch me. Just watch me, anxiety has got a hold, but I know, it can't stop me, it can't stop me. I'm coming up for air, it's like I can't fucking breathe, but just watch me. Just watch me. My mind plays games with me, but when it pushes, I'ma push back. Got all these motions that I have, what do you know about that? I play the part of all compassion, but that could change quick. Don't ever run up on a brother, know you think you slick. I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm not the baddest in the mall, but I like that snow. I do me, you do you with a lot of workout. I'm just trying to unwind, what you bitching about? I'll keep it going, cause I know the synergy is real. When you feel you're in your corner, and you got to kill. To be so scared and all alone when nobody is home. You're calling for some help, no one picks up the phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? the Chris? No, this is Patrick.
1: so we are going to get into a big event that just happened in hip-hop culture rbe max out Two. salute to arp salute to all the artists that battled i still need to look at that rosenberg raw versus um, a war joint uh there's still a couple that that i need to see but we got the main events um, and we got an analysis. So the first thing we're going to get into is that Daylight versus King Los battle. All right. A battle of the lyrical titans. OK, they were supposed to battle some years back and politics pulled King Los out of the battle. Daylight ended up. Um, oh, no, no. Pulled Daylight out of the battle. King Los ended up battling head ice, which I thought was pretty respectable on head Ice's part a lot of people were a lot of people were saying you know it was a body head ice died on stage but i think that as someone who is a lyrical person you know as someone who who prides himself on being able to write lyrics at a high speed level without compromising content um like the first song that like I just played a verse for one of my producer homies and I'm as someone who pays attention to lyrics I'm not easily wowed by big words and speed and a lot of people associate just automatic skill and automatic prowess with big words And speed. And now don't get me wrong. It takes a lot of skill to be able to rhyme big words. Have multi-syllabic metaphors. As Cassidy calls, piecing up syllables. That means you're rhyming multiple syllables. Um, As well as deliver compelling content. King Los is an alien. Daylight is an alien when it comes to that. But I feel like. Uh, King Lowe's dropped like an eight-minute freestyle before this this Daylight blows battle. And I heard him going on interviews, dissing DNA for gun bars and all this stuff. Listen, to to those of us who know, you can't pull the wool over our eyes with all those fast words. You got to have some content and some punches. First of all, I want to say that going into this battle because a lot of people automatically put king los up there just because he uses big words and speed same thing with daylight and what you'll find is if you slow it down and are able to read the lyrics or really listen to everything that's said once you take away the big words and the speed sometimes it's not as complex as it seems so i want to say that going into this battle i was one of those people uh, oh we got to talk about the crowds too man the crowds for this event were trash. They did much better than expected during the daylight King Los battle, but they were trash. They ruined that Jag battle. We'll get to that. Um, so when the when the round when the when the match started, I was just hanging back and listening. And I told myself, if King Los is able to. To slow the flow down enough for the crowd to catch it, he will win. That's what I told myself. But Daylight has been known to leave Earth. Meaning he's been known to say some amazing things. And if you guys want to go check the specific bar breakdown, go make sure to, to get the battle and check it out. And there's other channels that do that. I'm giving a summary of what I feel happened um, for the overall battle. So I got. I got. I had daylight as the underdog. Kind of. I kind of did. But then Los did exactly what I said he needed to do. He slowed the flow down. Now he still did that lyrical miracle. Cosmos, Wasmo, Squash. You know all that stuff. Cosmo, Wanda, all that stuff. But he made sure. To slow the flow down. So that the audience. And the people watching. Could could catch what he was saying. And during the first. When I heard the first two rounds. I was like oh this is going to be. Like Daylight might. Rally. And win this one. But as King Lose's second happened. And King Los's third happened. I believe that He came away with a w because he was able to slow the flow down and provide enough content and enough punches and daylight it seemed this really kind of exposed some flaws in daylight's pen to me he is daylight is super super good at rhyming words they're both great at rhyming words this is this is a definitely a rap genius battle they are great at rhyming words, but daylight did what I thought Los would do. I thought Los would just rely on the big words and the rhyming, and it would sacrifice content. What What happened was I'm gonna stop. I'm trying not to like yell so much. The Edible episode really. I, I listened back, and I was like on ten for the entire episode. So I'm, I'm I'm making sure that I'm not doing all that this time. But when it came time for Delos, Delos, Daylight to respond. He didn't have the amount of clear punches that I thought he would have. He had some amazing schemes. He had some amazing wordplay. He had amazing rhymes. But punches, things that make you go, hmm, you know what I mean? What's what's that, that blogger from New York? Things that make you go, hmm. I didn't hear enough of those from Daylight, clear connecting punches. Now, I heard some amazing schemes. I heard some amazing schemes from Daylight, but I did not hear enough clear punches for me to say that he came away with the win. First, the first two rounds, maybe, but as it progressed, I feel like King Los's industry training his industry pen his songwriting ability kicked in and he was able to weave in and out of those complex rhyme and metaphor schemes and deliver clean understandable punches and that is what made him win daylight I could listen to a daylight verse all day and it sounded great but i could not pick out as many clear connecting punches in a boxing match it was almost like two very fast boxers throwing flurries but whoever can connect with a clean uppercut or a clean right that is who will get the knockout so for that first battle i got king los uh 2 to 1 that's what i got for it i think that i think that daylight that first i give that to daylight but I got King Los 2-1 because, only because, he was able to stop that super speedy complex flow and deliver clean punches. That's what I got for that. But I'm going to re-watch um, most definitely. It was a great battle. The crowd, again, was not as bad as I thought it would be. I could actually hear most of what they were saying, unlike this next battle that I'm going to talk about, which is Ill Will versus Jag. Now, this battle was unique in that the promo leading up to the battle was hilarious. All right. If you saw Ill Will's, Ill Will was like in a car and he was pretending to be Jag. And if you've heard Jag rap, a lot of B talk, a lot of blood talk. He said, gonna rain blood. But what if it rain blood? Believe we'll a stain blood. And I don't bang. I just want to make sure I say that. But it was hilarious. He had the voice down. And honestly, this is one of the examples of why promo is so important. I believe Jag lost that battle before he even stepped in the ring. I believe that public perception combined with poor crowd control at the event made it so Jag never stood a chance no matter what he said. And if you watch the battle, you can tell. If you watch the battle, you can tell ill will. How do I say this? Ill will has some of the most clever schemes I've heard. He's got some of the most clever schemes I've heard. He's very good at at extended metaphors. He uses his name ill. He uses that a a lot of times with the wordplay. But he's he's got weaknesses, too. As we saw with the Calico ill will battle in that parking garage. He got body. But Calico is a master of combining reality and those and punches. We'll get to that with the Hitman Calico rematch. Um, So in this battle, I was really I was rooting for Jack. He's been on a tear lately. What he did to Math Hoffa is still one of the most brutal battles I've ever. It almost went to the point where like i was watching like can he say that for those of you who haven't who haven't seen it math Hoffa had some allegations against him at the time and jag went all the way there with during that battle to the point where math was walking out in the middle of that battle and in some ways he still hasn't fully recovered salute to math Hoffa. um but this battle i believe was a war of public perception i think that if Now, also, this was one of the worst Jags I've seen. I'm not going to lie. I think that all the parties at the mansion, all the interviews, just like it caught up with Danny Myers, it eventually caught up with Jag. And we saw what happens when you take your foot off the gas. The minute that Jag saw that skit from Ill Will, he should have sat down and completely changed his flow and delivery and scheme the minute that he saw that skit and saw that everyone including myself if you look over on angry fan you look over on some of these channels you'll see my comments too it was hilarious i can't lie jag even tried to come back with his own um his own skit but that backfired too one of the skits he did was he was pretending to be ill will and it was funny he had a paperclip chain that was hilarious the bags under his eyes became the target after that. And this is, it, it may sound petty, but all of these things factor in. All of, that's like if you, in a fight, if you can get a preview of how your opponent's going to throw a punch, you can figure out how to counter it, or it'll give you ammo. Um, And then another thing that hurt him, I, I, I think he was so caught up in trying to be funny, because Ill Will is just naturally funny. All his skits were hilarious. Jag was so caught up in trying to be naturally funny that he ended up moving a little strange. There was one where he called the plug that Ill Will allegedly had and wanted us to all know that Ill Will owed him money. And it was like I could see what the angle he was going for. But that's snitching like that doesn't if, if it's supposed to be like, aha, he broke. He owed a plug. You revealing that to us looks worse for you if you're going to street angle which jag does now I can understand if like from my position i'm a uh i am a nerdy rapper who unfortunately was involved in street activity so I can I can kind of walk in both worlds jag is very very concretely a street artist and so that means he you got to play by those rules you can't be and i, I wouldn't even do that to be honest, I would feel uncomfortable revealing any type of like it's people who owe me runny money right now who you don't know about. I said runny. Dang, I told my look, I got to stop saying I told myself I wouldn't mess up. You got to understand it's part of the brand by now. Some words just aren't going to get out. Um, I would feel uncomfortable doing that. I would feel like that's dry snitching. And we're going to get into dry snitching and false gangster narratives from these rappers into this next battle. This Hitman battle. That's what I really want to unpack. This Hitman-Calico battle. Because there is so much outside of battle rap. That had to do with this battle. And is still continuing past that battle. That we really got to talk about. So anyway. um, Yeah man. Jag's trying to be funny. Hurt him before he stepped in the building. The other factor that really hurt Jag. And really, I feel like it's ruining events is the crowd. I think they went to Atlanta this time. Atlanta has a reputation for being kind of a rowdy crowd. I heard somebody say it looked like they didn't even come there to watch a battle rap. They just wanted to be outside. It was ridiculous. It was almost unwatchable. I almost I I almost couldn't get through Jag's last round because the crowd was so bad. They were reacting to things that just didn't make sense, that didn't hit that hard. And it seemed like, I really think because of the promo, that they just came there to clown Jag. They didn't come there to listen. As a battle rap fan, it is unique in that this is not boxing. It's not UFC. To fully judge a battle, you have to hear the words that are being said. And if the crowd is so loud that they're booing, compl- like before you even spit your your second round, if the crowd is booing, how are you supposed to, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you still have to wrap your material, but if the crowd is just booing. But look, you got to give points to Ill Will for the psychological aspect. He identified Jag's style, just like what Eminem did in 8 Mile. I know what you're going to do. I'm going to present this to the crowd already, so you can't use this as a weapon. And what he did this time is he presented Jag's style in a funny manner that really sounded like him. So the whole audience was ready to clown Jag from the moment he was going to rap, and I feel like it was an automatic L. Now, I commend the strategy, but to these league owners, I have to ask myself, are y'all more worried about ticket sales In perception or putting on a good battle for the culture and it seems like a lot of these league owners are more worried about uh getting bodies in the arena and the vibe of the crowd and the roar of the crowd more than the two battlers on stage or if it's a team battle the four battlers on stage and i think that is what happened i don't think a, a major battle should ever be in front of a huge crowd again i really don't i like the small rooms because i can hear every single word i feel like daylight versus king los should have been in a small room i feel like if jag was going against ill will and look maybe the jag bias is in I'll, look maybe it's there but jag versus ill will should have been in a small room and I think they did a terrible job of controlling that crowd. If the crowd is booing before the artist even raps, that is a problem. It's biased. And it's and even if, I know crowd opinion is a thing, but you got to hear the verses to judge correctly. They were screaming 3-0 before Jag even finished, got to rap his third round. That's not fair. That's not fair, man. You're asking a fighter to fight with one arm tied behind his back. That's not fair. Now, aside from the crowd, this was the worst Jag I've heard. And I am I am a Jag fan. I like that he's shaking up the Battle Rap community with his return. I like that he is, you know, surprising the vets. I like that. But he just didn't bring his A game this battle. And he was going up against a crowd that was not on his side. The minute Ill Will decided to get that sketch done, I think Jag lost. And I, I would imagine he might feel the same. The crowd was was rough. Now I also think that the what do I call this? Some of the bravado, the confidence, some would say overconfidence that we have seen from Cassidy. I think that also influenced Jag. I watched an interview slightly before this this event where um, Cassidy, I think they're called Goat Gang, don't get me, I'm sorry, I don't know the names of all the crews as concretely as I should, but they were all just chilling and this fan was trying to let them know, look, y'all are good, but Cassidy, like, you not as good as you think you are. There was a time, and I'm not hating. It's just Cassidy's flow is a little dated. You know what I'm saying? There was a time not too long ago where he was getting booed, and then because of the Hitman Holla battle, everyone is rallying around him. He's putting bread up, tournaments, things like that. That's dope. But if you listen to Cassidy rapping a battle, his style is dated. His punches are a little dated. It's not as it's not as uh. It's it's not as updated as some new styles, but his confidence is through the roof, so you can't tell him anything. When he was talking about piecing up syllables and all this thing, that sounds good to people who don't write. But some of these things, I was like, all right, Cass, I don't know about that, man. But you just can't tell him anything. I think that is what happened with Jag, too. He definitely has won. His style is very, it's like, a, it's like. He just goes. He just goes. Punch, 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 punch. But this battle, he didn't really have that many punches. He didn't really have... Also, that blood thinner line was dope, by the way. That was one of the better lines that came out of this battle. But... um, Jag just didn't really seem to connect with punches. His punches just seemed kind of lackluster. It's like he was swinging slow motion this battle... And and not with as much force. In that Math Hoffa battle, the punches were so brutal. Math had to walk away. Even I was wincing. Like, wow, these the things that he's saying are crazy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, the forty cow battle. His his punches be usually pretty brutal. This time they just weren't. And I don't know if it's cause his confidence was affected by the crowd. That had to be a factor because you you'll see when. Uh, a a battle rapper is used to having the crowd on his side because the minute they start hearing some boos, they turn to the crowd like, what? Also, his, his tendency to say, oh, my God. Jag, when he feels like he says a nice bar, he'll say, oh, my God. I've seen it work. Like, when he's really, like, killing somebody and then he hypes himself up, it's like, oh, wow, he's killing them and he's hyping himself up. This is, like, two times the effect. But we saw... During this ill will battle, what happens when he's losing and tries to do that, that loses the crowd even more. And I'm angry that I have to even factor in the crowd. Because the crowd should not be factoring in when it's two artists on stage, but it does. They chose to have this here. um, So you could see that his confidence was was kind of lowered from the crowd reaction i think that was due to the sketch um but that's what happens when you go up against ill will he's funny and he's got the promo game on his side you know uh so i i feel like it was a 3-0 ill will body maybe even a 40 it was a body a a ugly (laughs) hard to watch body jag lost man he's got to go back and he said if i lose i got to go back to the drawing the drawing board he's got to go back he needs to update his style he needs to request battles be in smaller rooms because he hit the speed of his punches you can't have they're not going to hear you and he needs to be aware of the media war and know how to play that because in, in battle rap, that affects things, especially if you're going into a, a room with thousands of people and they are joking about you already, you need to be aware of that before you step in. You should not be paying attention to anything that they say. King Lowes had a good um, strategy about that. First, they were kind of booing, not booing, but the, the bars weren't King Los's bars weren't connecting. And then once the, he slowed the flow down and he started to connect, when they would cheer he would say I don't need it keep it I don't need it that is a way to kinda shame the crowd into being on your side and if you get pissed and start yelling at the crowd I heard someone say when a whole bunch of people are together their collective intelligence is that of like a 5 to 8 year old so if you start spazzing on the crowd even after they're booing you they're just gonna boo more and I think Jag, he's got to learn that, man. If he's going to step into a sport where the crowd is that much of a factor and and play the media war and claim to be who he says he is, you cannot step to someone like Ill Will without the best of the best, and you cannot let crowd reaction take the wind out of your sails like it did. You can't do it. Now, I feel like he was cheated personally but even without the crowd he was cheated to a degree but even without the crowd jag did not bring his a game i don't think that was enough to get it done i just don't think it was enough for some reason he took his foot off the gas even some of the lines he was reacting to i was like "Mm, that's kind of mid bro that's kind of mid so yeah and the other part with the uh where he was exposing the plug that you're in a like i said you're in a street oriented Sport, so they that's gonna make them look at you funny. You're in Atlanta, man, that's black. So, like, what you're doing, you got to pay attention to how it's affecting you. You know, what I mean, so yeah, I got Ill Will 3 0, I got King Los 2 1 against Daylight. Um, and up next, we have Calico versus Hitman Hala. To fully understand this battle, you have to go back. Back to the first one. All right. You have to watch Calico versus Hitman 1 to fully understand everything that's going on. All right. Especially the call out to Hitman's dad. You got to go back. He said, hey, Big Gerald. That's how you talk to your son. See? See? in the first battle that's that's hitman holla's dad that came back in this battle so to fully understand what's going on you gotta go back you know a young calico a younger hitman holla and i think calico got the win because he spoke to more reality hitman holla I've seen a lot of his battles, but as his career progresses, I'm I'm seeing more flaws in the character of Hitman Hala, more things that don't exactly make sense, like Jag doing that phone call with the plug, more things that don't exactly line up with this persona. And that comes into play in this Calico versus Hitman Hala battle. So, some of this also has to do with street activity, but so much of it is tweeted about and on camera. I think I'm safe to talk about it and on YouTube. Part of this also has to do with the blogs, specifically Angry Fan. Salute to Angry Fan, but he definitely plays a major role in this match. So, Some time ago, there's an artist named Byron Blake. And it's funny because I was watching his battles. He talked about he had some like battle rap conspiracy, how the battle how the battle community is is controlled and these weird things. And so I would watch him. You know, I'm a conspiracy theorist. But he got into this weird situation with Hitman Holla where he had gotten out of jail. He he asked to battle Hitman for 10K hitman um ends up getting jumped after an event um and and byron gets online to talk about it because he wants to expose hitman and he goes on this byron guy goes on angry fan before this new hitman Hollow versus calico battle and kind of runs down what he says is the truth pokes holes and and some of hitman's story hitman said he was leaving in a, a charity event or some sort of an event at a school he says some people jumped out of the trees this is all alleged allegedly but they all are saying this online this is the craziest part too a lot of these so-called street dudes are exposing that they're really not street dudes like they say and calico was able to use that in this battle with that watch line we'll get to that i'm just giving the backstory before we get to the actual event so there's conflicting stories but the one thing that is agreed upon is hitman gets jumped um one of his entourage also and byron blake is claiming there's there's people saying that this byron guy may or may not have had something to do with it it might have been gang related that's what people are saying right i don't i don't you know this is all allegedly. So fast forward. Hitman Holla loses to Cassidy in large part because he is so emotional that the combination of the the, the face-off with this whole, he, him running to go pick up his bag because he feels threatened, that's an issue. And then he retires momentarily. That's an issue. So Hitman's emotions and his ability to, to not control his emotions. And really want everyone to know how how much of a street artist he is. That came back to hurt him that time. He also uses his brother um, to come in and kind of like intimidate the other person. He tried to use that against Cassidy last battle. It didn't go well. So all this culminates to him taking an L, retiring. This Byron Blake story comes out. All this stuff happens. He has to address it. There's holes in his story. Things don't make sense. Calico picks up on this and uses it during the promo run leading up to the battle. So finally, we're here. Finally, we're here. I see a video on Worldstar of Byron Blake getting his ass whooped real bad by like 40 people. A lot of people all right and then i see him smiling afterward no bruises none of that and allegedly you see hitman around that area that's all i'm gonna say about that i'm not gonna say it because i don't want to incriminate anybody all right i heard there may be lawsuits in the air i don't know that hurts the street credibility angle so hitman has all of this in the air leading up to the battle now I don't know, I've heard conflicting reports I don't know if it happened before or after but at some point Byron Blake gets stomped real crazy All right. so anyway up to the battle Hitman is there Calico's there they start immediately Calico's rounds have a ring of authenticity to it that hitman's just don't have to me hitman kind of starts out with the money talk he's talking about how he's the only person who made a million off battle rap um i'm not sure if it was in his first but he talks about how calico had to sleep on showroom floor that was a good metaphor calico immediately spoke up and said that never happened never happened so hitman great punching ability great performance But to me, his weakness is this street persona he tries to force everyone to accept. And Calico targeted that. Like I said, he targeted it leading up to the battle, but he really keyed in on some things. He he brought up the fact that Hitman was sitting around a, a savage neighborhood with a very nice watch and didn't seem to understand where he was at. If you're a street person, you know not to move like that. That poked holes in the character. He brought up the fact that Hitman had his son film him knocking this drunk dude out. If you guys are familiar with that, there's a video. Hitman calls himself the knockout king or whatever. He's, he's, um, they call me Hitman for a reason because I knock niggas out. There's a video of him in a barbershop talking to this drunk dude who he says getting too close to his son knocks the drunk dude out very clearly the drunk dude is not able to really fight and a lot of the fights that you watch Hitman have is him just sneaking people he gets the first punch this byron blake he just run. you i don't even want to say it but he has a history of just sneaking the punch when somebody's not paying attention all right calico keyed in on that and said what kind of father has his son filmed that A situation like that that didn't need to happen pokes holes in the character because as a that really that really um hit home for me no pun intended because i'm a dad now that i know that I, i thought he was trying to protect his son now that i know that he had his son film it that makes you look like a weirdo to me Now that I know you have a history of sneaking people, that looks like you're a bit of a weirdo to me, man. Now that I know that you're filming, this is the thing why I bring up this Byron Blake thing. This Byron Blake incident was filmed and happened in a very public area. What kind of a street dude moves like that? Even I know cameras are not my friend. Cameras and street activity do not go together. The new generation feels that everything needs to be recorded. But someone who has spent any real time outside knows cameras and street activity equals police. Tweeting and street activity equals police. So all these things to me added up to. There's a difference between metaphors and real rap Which is what we hear Calico say I can't believe who you are as a person If this street persona you push Includes you f- being on camera Incriminating yourself Putting your son in dangerous situations Moving around you know, in dangerous situations with jewelry When you know you could be fooled even wanting to be seen in the public as a high profile gang member doesn't make sense jag and hitman holla the way because they have staked their claim to this street oriented content it becomes easier to poke holes in it it becomes easier to kind of cut through the illusion and to me that is exactly what cal did i got cal i got cal a gentleman's 30 i got him winning all three rounds but if i could see how you could say two one i can't just hear a bunch of punchlines and ignore the fact that this person is not who he tries to make it seem like he is all that i knock people out stuff sounds good until you see that it's all sneaks All that street stuff sounds good until I see you on camera doing something that could incriminate yourself. And I have heard, allegedly, this Byron dude is going to sue. And I heard people saying, man, he's snitching, he's snitching. Man, y'all better smarten up. Y'all better recognize these street codes hurt the person following them more than the rest of the world. That's what I feel like. You on camera, after tweeting and talking about certain events, you're on camera with way more people than you need doing something that you shouldn't be doing. What street dude moves like that? You're going to hear me say that maybe a couple times. What street dude moves like that? That to me, God forbid, is opening the door to a Rico charge. If 30, 40 people... Who you have talked about, your affiliations are publicly known, and you're jumping on someone on camera, that is opening the door to get you and your whole squad indicted. What street dude moves like that? So, though Hitman, just like the last battle, has good punches, Calico, I think, killed him by cutting through the image. And what I said is you got to remember, though Hitman Holla's he even talked about his performance. He brought performance, I believe he said. You got to remember, he's on a show where he plays different characters or he he's on Wild Out. So he's a bit of a character. But the issue is, when you play like you're a street individual, other people are going to be watching you to see if that's real. That's why I don't claim I'm a street individual. I'm a nerd. Who unfortunately has been in some situation. You know what I'm saying? And who has allegedly led other people in situations. Which I'm not proud of. But that's why I don't claim that. Yeah, I can talk about street activity. But I'm a nerd. You know what I mean? I do that for a reason. Because once you start claiming it that heavy. People will start to look at you. To see if that's really who you are. Jag you say you're a street a street individual why are you calling the plug to talk about anything on camera what kind of a street dude moves like that that's gonna hurt you hitman all this stuff that he did he claims to be this thorough individual but time and time again we see his emotions getting in the driver's seat and getting him into situations he doesn't need to be in Situations that are opposite of the character he presents. And because of that, I feel he lost. Because there's a difference between metaphors and real rap. Calico, salute to Cal and and salute to Detroit, by the way. This is not home state bias also. But Calico has a way of weaving reality in to make you really look at the other person like, hmm. And then hitting you with the punch, he said. Some about his watch. The pre- they took the presidential. I heard they got it. I heard it got impeached. I remember that. It was noticeable, cause he 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 was able to take a real life story, and then end it in a punchline. What I was hearing from Hitman was mostly punchlines and money talk and talking about accolades. And that may sound good, but here's my thing, man these days now that I see all this stuff that's happening behind the scenes Hitman seems to be a battle rapper who is projecting he seems to be a person who is projecting the image of a battle rapper the image of a street dude the image of a good pops but when you get up close it's not what It really seems to be because it's not really who he is. No street dude is going to be on camera with 30 to 40 people doing anything illegal. No good dad is going to put his son in a messed up situation for clout. It's not going to happen. He also brought up how Hitman screamed on his brother over an incident with his brother's ex-girl that hurt him too because he tries to make it seem like the bond between him hitman makes it seem like the bond between him and his brother is very very strong but if you publicly ridicule your brother what kind of a brother is that so in both the jag ill will battle and the hitman and cow battle we see the downside of presenting yourself to be solely a street oriented artist or a street-oriented battle rapper. If you do that, you're inviting people to to look to see if it lines up. And if it doesn't line up, it's going to hurt you. So I I was able to see that Cal and Hitman shook hands um, after the battle. Battle rap culture has this interesting aspect where people can be saying the craziest things about each other the most savage things about each other and then they shake hands it's like watching a ufc fight you can see somebody trying to tear somebody face off and we're gonna get into um ufc in a minute you know we got this conor mcgregor thing um mm-hmm. but you gotta pay attention to what you're putting out there to make sure that when people look at you up close that it lines up and i feel like hitman needs to go back to the drawing board and lighten up I feel like I've met a lot of people who who kind of give that vibe. Somebody, You ever meet somebody who claims to be something and they're more serious than the person who's really it? Like, I've encountered killers who are the funniest people I've ever met. It's usually the people who are trying to make it seem like they're this Terminator character who are really not that. It's, it's really the people who who talk the big money talk and everything who are the most insecure and that is what i got i I think this exposed that so i got cal 2-1 or i got cal 3-0 but if i I could understand the 2-1 you know what i'm saying either way it was a great battle i think everyone should go watch it i know that video on demand is like 50 is like a 50 ball right now so however you find it you find it um i'm gonna say this salute to daily motion that's all i'm gonna say don't say i didn't put y'all on to anything though salute the daily motion for not copywriting video content all right that's all i'm gonna say take take from that what you will all right we're gonna get into a music break and then we'll be back with some more topics salute to all of the artists i still gotta go back and watch that um rosenberg a ward and a couple of the other ones but it was a great event really didn't like the crowds but it was a great event man Um, We'll be back. This is The Underground.
6: Sucker ducks run the and always pushing your luck Mad that I'm the random schmuck that your mother would fuck Let my bitch carry my gun, still got another one tucked
4: In the ditch bury your son cause he's catching a buck
6: Yuck You see I rhyme so nasty I'm a real dog but my bitch is still classy I'm the type to make your bitch look when you're past me Y'all just never understand, gee will never understand you see, I rhyme so nasty I'm a real dog, but my bitch is still classy I'm the type to make your bitch look when you pass me Y'all just never understand, G, I'll never understand I can't with that I gotta keep it quick, never miss So why hit him like this I'm Like, I can't with that I gotta keep it quick, never
1: miss G Herbo, let's talk about that first put out a project called 25 um G Herbo was one of the artists that there's a couple of them you can tell studied the game paid attention to the culture got their rhymes in order got their stories in order and just raps now a big complaint about G Herbo is that he's been offbeat I've heard that before um this one it was a solid project it was kind of, it was kind of a, um, a longer project, you know what I mean? But, but it was good. I, I liked his imagery has always been great. His story's always been great. Uh, sometimes a lot of times there's a lot of eyebrows raised on my end about how much occult stuff he's involved in. Cause I do believe I'm not saying this is him, but I do believe there are handlers in the game who are looking around at these artists to get them involved in occult activity. Shortly before Juice World passed away, there was a video, this ritual, where they're saying he's selling his soul. I don't take that lightly because what is a ritual? It's something you're participating in. Even if you say you're playing, you're still participating in the ritual. But that's a that's an aside. The album itself, uh lyrically, checks the boxes. There's punchlines, you got your stories. That intro is great. like the sample is crazy but the same critique that i have of this album is the same critique i have of the pop smoke album and i think they're able to get away with some of this stuff because so many people are infected with this social media disease in the old days if you were wrong you would get exposed or if you contradicted yourself you would get exposed And you either had to go study up to make sure that you didn't get made a fool of or you would be looking stupid. And that's it. There was no social media to post. There wasn't anything like that. Now, today, I finally understand what the Internet has done and how America has used the Internet to accomplish some of this stuff. Now, everyone feels like they know everything. Now everyone feels like they know everything. But nobody, I won't say nobody, very few people can apply what they know. Everyone is ready to argue and they they use these amazing pieces of technology called smartphones or tablets to look up whatever information supports their own Theory. So it's not, no one is wrong today. Everyone automatically just feels like they know everything. But it's hard for me to listen to this G Herbo album. The video really struck me. It's a bunch of children talking about um, gun violence and how crazy it is. And the video uses these children, it shows these children in these environments. I just saw a video about some kids in Jacksonville who were talking about these artists. Uh, the dude who did Who I Smoke, are saying, man, y'all need to stop. Like, y'all keep rapping about this stuff. The shootings are getting crazy. We're kids. We want to play. It's the children saying this. It's hard for me to hear this G Herbo album and see these visuals of these kids talking about gun violence and in the same song you're talking about, the thing that's got them scared to go outside. Let me say that again. It's hard for me to listen to this G Herbo album, hear all the intellect in that brother's writing, everything that he's talking about. See this video with children uh, uh, shell shocked by this environment they're living in. And then hear you rap about the same exact thing. And nobody sees it. Nobody cares about it. Nobody points it out. Nobody seems to care. Everyone is just listening to it and just saying it's awesome on the on the for people of color listening no one's saying hey you're the one doing this shit why are we riding around promoting this isn't this what we want to stop it's great you have an outlet but aren't you why are you bragging about this and on the other hand using these images saying it should stop no one's saying that 21 Savage just ran into that He, I think he tried to speak out against gun violence and the culture was like what are you talking about that's all you rap about it's hypocrisy this leads me into this Pop Smoke album and, and this is something I feel very passionate about and that really disturbed me really disturbed me looking at the responses to this album so we'll put a pin in this G Herbo album lyrically checks the boxes the beats are fire 10 out of 10 the beats are crazy the flow was there the imagery was there but that industry hypocrisy was still there you know it was still there so uh you know i listened with a grain of salt i'm i'm personally feeling like i'm outgrowing mainstream hip-hop because i can't you know i'm gonna save this for the pop smoke part but definitely um checks all the boxes as far as hip-hop you know but I just wish there was more self-awareness. That's that's, and you know what? It's crazy because Herbo is very G Herbo is very self-aware. He's aware of you listen to his interviews, all this stuff. Very self-aware, but it, it sometimes sounds like you're playing both sides. You know, you can't. But I'm glad at least he's putting some sort of anti- destruction like message in his music. A lot of these artists, if you if it was a white person saying it, it would be like a KKK member speaking. So I, you hear some of that duality. And look, I like action movies. I like, I like, you know, we're all attracted to street activity. We're all drawn to street activity. um We we like action. We like a good slasher flick, you know. So I understand it's entertainment. But just as a person of color, knowing what we'd had, what we've had to fight against. I I always kind of look for that all right where's the balance here are you aware that what we're trying to fight against are you pushing it so you know and like i said i don't even blame the artists a lot of times it's these labels who are funding it and i'm amazed that these labels are not being locked up for pumping money into gang wars but we'll get into that dang my stomach growling um all right let's get into uh, up next let's get into this pop smoke review pop smoke pop smoke uh, he's released this album faith well he has not released the label has released this album faith um, for those of you who don't know he's an artist from new york passed away and so they're now releasing uh, art uh, albums that are kind of pieced together from whatever they left so i see a lot of people their main complaint, they're saying it's trash, they're saying this, they're saying that. I can't help but just notice, again, this social media disease where instead of looking at the truth of things, people are just soaking up information to argue and feed their own bias. And I notice it's, it is uniform almost with everyone that I interact with. That's why I don't interact. A lot of people that I encounter, you can tell when they're infected with this social media disease. They know everything, but can apply nothing. They know everything. They have an answer, an argument, a justification for every single thing they do. But they cannot think critically or notice their own hypocrisy. And I'm going to be very delicate about this because this person is deceased. So I'm not dissing the dead. But I am talking about the culture of violence and anti-black sentiment that these labels have been pumping out through these artists. A long time ago, Malcolm X said, don't trust these these entertainers. They're bought and paid for. It's true. I could not get through this Pop Smoke album. It made me it woke me up to how bad it is here and how much they've done To the American consciousness With this corrupted music And this imagery Pop Smoke was murdered He was murdered He was shot Had to do with this Had to do with that You know we won't get too far into it But a lot of his message Is gang related activity And it made me sick to my stomach To realize They've turned us Into spiritual cannibals people of color in this country i cannot imagine seeing a black man die or hearing that a black man died and then riding around listening to him like full force 100% push the same thing that killed him every single bar is is death violence all this stuff and i'm looking around and look i like they've they they've layered so many great musical things around it and they do this with so many other artists like the dreams hook on on one of the songs i can't even remember the name but the dreams hook on that was amazing but it makes me think you're on the dream was talking about tell his kids to make their bed and everything Everyone is mourning Pop Smoke and blindly celebrating the same thing that got him killed. They are feeding us our own bodies and we're eating it. Now, this is a metaphor, but if you want to get into some other stuff and look at stem cell research and, and, and uh, what chemicals and companies are, are being used... In the foods that we eat, we can talk about that later. You know what I'm saying? But spiritually, when you turn on the news, it's black bodies. It's just bodies. It's bodies. When you turn on the news, when you turn on the radio on a hip-hop station, when you when you turn on Spotify, they're feeding our minds black bodies dying. And there's this huge disconnect where I notice... In the black community, we just celebrate, celebrate, oh, this is so awesome, rest in peace, this is so great. What is great about listening to a man rap the same things that got him killed and taken away from his children and family? If I don't know if he had children, but I, I believe he did. What is great about that? Yeah, it's cool that we all like action movies, I get it. But they, they have worked on our minds so much nobody even notices this shit i feel like it's just me when i was commenting on the xxl freestyles i said yo this is this is cool the flow is cool the bars are cool but wake me up when these artists stop promoting the same stereotypes the kkk said about us and they attacked me what do you mean what are you saying you're the... they were saying i was the problem i can't imagine I sat at my grandfather's feet and listened to him talk about how society treated them. I can't imagine praying every day for your great, great, great grandchildren just to have a little more to not be seen as animals and savages. And then fast forward and we're all celebrating the same exact thing that we tried so hard to, to get away from. I can't, on the, on, the, um, on the white side, they used to laugh, joke, eat, chill while they lynched us. There were carnivals where they threw rocks At black children for games You know that that game where you throw the rock at the target There used to be black children there In America It is insane That nobody notices The same Mentality is happening They used to cheer And be happy about Black people dying And now I log online And I see white hip-hop Twitter doing the same exact thing. Except now we are joining in and singing along to our own death. Meanwhile, you got people like Jack Harlow rapping their ass off. Being exemplary examples of, of continuing that conversation I spoke about. And let me not hate on anybody. Tierra Whack, amazing lyricist. Nick Grant, amazing lyricist. There are bright spots. Mick Jenkins, Kendrick, you got the Kendrick's, you got the Coles, you got even the Drakes. But so many of these mainstream artists are pushing the same anti-black sentiment even worse than what the KKK said and nobody cares. They've turned us into cannibals. That's when I realized I got to get up out of here, man. I can't interact. I can't there's there's a price to to actually being self-aware. I'm not talking about woke. I'm not talking about woke. When you notice how much everyone is going along with the same things we used to fight against, it makes you sick because nobody sees it. And at first I used to kind of, you know, keep quiet about it. But I realized I'm the only person who seems to be speaking about this shit on a real level. Now, there's the conspiracy theorists on TikTok and everything. But as far as people who actually understand karma, spirituality, not doing occult practices, demons, principalities, negative energy, and actually understands the culture as well, I'm the... as far as I see, I'm the only voice. I listen to these other podcasts and everyone's laughing and joking and sitting here saying, oh, this is a great album. I can't call the Pop Smoke album a great album, not because I don't like the the production, but because it's the same death again that got this young man killed. And nobody cares. Cannibals. Now, here's another. All right. Now we can have just a, a rap, a rap talk about it. As far as the album. I'm confused why everyone is saying, yo, this is Pop Smoke album. Pop Smoke was never a lyrical, miracle, spiritual, heroic artist. He never was. Many of his beats sounded the same. Many of his songs, you could, if you play, the baby uh, talked about it on, I was, I was watching this messed up Lil Yachty video, um, and he interviewed the baby. He said, yeah, if I do one song, you know, it just keeps playing. And he said something like that. Many of Pop Smoke's songs sounded exactly the same. So I don't know what everyone was expecting He had a bunch of features um, My, I'm just confused at what people Keep calling great and good I'm confused Illmatic is great and good to me Master Ace's Disposable Arts Is great and good to me 50 Cent Even though that is the same death At least it's well crafted death You see what I'm saying That's messed up to say but yeah, I, there's this big, they call it cognitive dissonance. It's when the idea that you have of yourself doesn't actually line up with what's going on in reality. And I feel like that's what social what social media has done. Instead of looking at it like, wow, this guy got killed and now this is an album full of the same thing that took him away from us. Everyone's judging whether or not it's great or not. Instead of thinking, wow, these, these lyrics compared to uh uh illmatic or compared to what's a what's a a trap album that is uh com- compared to jeezy who whoever these lyrics are not as complex uh it's kind of the same people aren't even doing that they're just automatically saying this is awesome this is amazing this is great i can't stand it that's why i stay away from you know I, and this this pop smoke album and the reception has made me realize one it is it is past time for me to debate with most people. I need to keep the rants to the podcast because most people, not only I used to think it was just dumb people everywhere. That's not what's happening. And this is I'm not talking about pop smoke. I'm talking about the fans, the culture. I used to think it was dumb people everywhere. No, I don't think there's such thing. There's dumb people, but with these smartphones, you can look up whatever you want. Now everyone is such a know-it-all, you can't tell them anything. Everyone is, is getting high on their own supply. Everyone is using information to just feed their own ego instead of looking at the truth. They say if you don't know history, you're doomed to repeat it. I see it happening. The same things that we used to march about. There will be a Black Lives Matter rally and we're going to get into Black Lives Matter, the organization, not the phrase. There'll be a Black Lives Matter rally one moment and the next second everyone's riding around playing the same music that is depicting what we're protesting about. And I like I said, I like action movies. I like it. But where's the reality If you're going to rap about gangbanging, talk about jail. If you're going to rap about guns, talk about PTSD, nightmares, getting haunted by dead people. Talk about the reality. Now, Pop Smoke was a youngin. He was like 20, I think he said he was 21 or something like that. So, I'm not, you know, but let's be real. He's like, it's a thing. The industry picks these things. So, I, I just, I, prayers up for Pop Smoke's family. And for any person That has been caught up in the streets I hope you get out I hope you get out But I now understand They got us man Not me Not me But they got most of us mentally In some way With this social media shit They really really do And I pray we wake up man I pray we wake up I hope people go listen though it's still part of the culture rapping is an is an art you know so the culture is still moving Uh, i don't know if i'll say i hope but if you like hip-hop there's new music out you know if you like action movies there's new action movies out i don't know about the character development i don't know about the message of these movies but there's new action movies out you know Uh, if i had to compare this pop smoke album to anything i would compare it to a john wick movie Heavy on action. If that's what you like, it's out there. But I encourage people to think critically about the things I've said. And not just get outraged and mad because that's what else that social media has done. Everyone is so outraged about everything. And don't, please don't get it twisted. There are things that need to be outraged about. So I'm not just making a blanket statement about outrage. But everyone is so outraged and ready to defend their perspective. They're in a vacuum Where they're only looking at their perspective i challenge you to zoom out and look at how we got here as opposed to what what you've been force-fed by your parents by spotify by whatever zoom out that's all i'm saying don't be a cannibal eat something healthy every now and then don't eat your own people first of all cannibalism is crazy I'm trying to, the metaphor is getting kind of weird, but don't be a cannibal. Don't consume just junk food, junk food, junk food, junk food all the time, because it does have something, it it messes with you. Balance, you know? Yeah.
4: About
6: mind expansion or higher levels of awareness. Higher levels of awareness. Higher levels of awareness. Mind extraction, mind extraction, mind extraction. We do lot. Love-
4: I don't know. So we're
7: really After the solar goes down and it's colder. After my dinner, the last bowl of Before I'm older, while the ice caps are polar. Before the soldier rushes the last boulder. After the solar goes down and it's colder. After my dinner, the last bowl of Open my folder, the words become bolder. Stretch my shoulder, at last the sole controller. Flash back to a life that was before. The fast track where life took a detour. The last crack at the prize, maybe three more. A brand Plaque I could toss to the seashore. Abstract, I'm in the lab like Igor. A class act strikes a note on the keyboard. Strum a G chord, then record the vocals. Curb some of the reverb, and don't disturb the locals. Break out a chokehold with the brain unrestrained, an overactive mind that was maintained and trained to always make it happen right. In total immersion, the appetite to rap tonight. Return for the diversion. Learn from the excursion. Watch paths converging. Awaken the wishes that slept with the fishes. But first, wash the dishes. A vicious kind of curse. If I'm ambitious, I'll finish up the verse. After the solar goes down it's colder, after my dinner, the last bowl of granola. Before I'm older, why the ice caps are polar? Before the soldier rushes the last molar. After the solar goes down it's colder, after my dinner, the last bowl of granola. Open my folder, the words become bolder. Stretch my shoulder, at last the soul controller. I'm
1: always told that after the solar is put to bed, the booth is calling. There is come back from in my head. Let me create, please. Moment to my great speeds. Art is all that I need you, watch me triple XC What I brought to the situation was all fight No bells on the no brakes, you running Not quite, I turn it up in the Darkness, my mind bright, but what they Talking about, I'm preaching in it is might But I'm still hell, sipping lava from a cup Wolves out with the moon, no stepping Like a pup, get a life best, Cause life's a hard test, some niggas Drowning, but my stroke is all breast All chest mate, didn't see the move Lost the fucking queen, sadness may Ensue, hope you keep it close Them bitches will stray, I'm just gas be all good night, good day. After the solar
7: goes down, and it is colder. After my dinner, the last bowl of Lola, before I'm older, why the ice caps are polar. Before the soldier brushes the last boulder. After the solar goes down, it is colder. After my dinner, the last boulder. Ola. open my folder, the words become bolder. Stretch my shoulder, at last the sole controller.
6: After the solar
7: goes down, it is colder. After my dinner, the last bowl boulder. Lola, before I'm older, why the ice caps are polar. Before the soldier rushes the last bowler. After, After the solar, goes down this colder After my dinner, the last full of Open my folder, the words become bolder Stretch
1: my shoulder, at last the soul controller Expand you and Mike I'm going to tie what seem to be three unrelated topics together First is how the organization black lives matter has been moving the second topic is the baby and not paying these kids selling candy two hundred dollars and third is the reaction to the death of i want to make sure i get his name right indian red boy who is a person alleged of defacing nipsey Hussle's mural And he was shot on social media R.I.P. to Biz Marquis By the way, I gotta put that in there So Number one Two and three Are tied together under this social Media disease The word Desensitization ties These topics together The word hypocrisy Ties these topics together Social media has made all of us so blind to the truth of things, that gray area in between the extreme opinions where the truth lies, that we don't question anything anymore. The Black Lives Matter movement just came out to say that they want the embargo removed from Cuba. And, you know, people are, are walling in their reactions. Here's my, here's my take on that. The citizens in Cuba have been suffering under a communist regime for quite some time. I just saw a video of them snatching somebody outside of their home to join the 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 army against people protesting. They're hitting the streets in Cuba and in Miami. Um they're protesting in an oppressive, oppressive regime. The Black Lives Matter movement, Twitter, social media account, I think they're Instagram they released a statement. My thing is, that statement, although I get the message, some could take it as supporting the regime. If you're talking about removing the embargo more than you're talking about removing the oppressive regime, what are you doing? And here's my issue too. For quite some time, the people running the organization Black Lives Matter have been moving in ways that I feel are, counter, are counterproductive to the American black struggle. It's crazy. I went on um, African Twitter and they were talking about us over there. They said, African Americans are the white people of black people. <laughs> and at first I was offended. But once I saw the reaction to some of the things that are happening they sure did a number on us y'all all of us I've seen the Black Lives Matter organization I keep saying organization because my life matters and that's not up for debate I hope my stomach growling isn't I haven't eaten yet today My life matters, that's not up for debate, but what these people are doing is actually making it harder for us in many ways. Pause if you play the pause game. I've seen the organizers of Black Lives Matter post videos of women twerking on Martin Luther King Day. If you didn't hear my point about the stereotypes they used to make about our women, that is setting us backwards. That's setting us backwards. That a lot of people don't understand. America has a history. Here's what I think, man. I think that they are controlled by the government more than what we think. Look up COINTELPRO and how the Black Panthers were infiltrated. Every single major black movement in America was infiltrated and destroyed or used Jesse Jackson has been working with the feds the whole time. No, no, Al Sharpton. Al Sharpton was a fed, I believe. Let me me get that right. While I do that, I saw them post about voodoo, tribal religions. Voodoo and tribal religions, a lot of people are on this fake woke wave. I talked about um, coffee shop spirituality before. A lot of these tribal religions that our ancestors practiced called for human sacrifice and child sacrifice. Many of them. That is doing nothing but inviting evil spirits and bad karma. Many of the ancestors that people felt they were communicating with, demons. Because when you die, you only stick around if something went wrong. In my opinion and what I've experienced. I saw the Black Lives Organi- Black Lives Matter organization promoting this. I think if they're going to do this, they need to change the name because what they don't seem to understand is mainstream America is already triggered by just the phrase Black Lives Matter. And I saw someone again, one of my people, this is a very black podcast. One of my people attacking me saying, no, Black Lives Matter regardless. What do you mean they need to change the name? These people don't represent us fully. And by them attaching the phrase to all of these different things, many times it's just giving more ammo to people who already hate the phrase. It's cheapening the phrase by them choosing to do these things. My life matters. I don't practice voodoo. I've seen the results of witchcraft. I'm aware that they used to look at our ancestors, our women, as whores and prostitutes and just holes to enter. I'm saying something that abrasive because you need to be shocked into realizing what's happening. And if anyone has a dirty mind and they're talking about shocking, shocking holes and stuff, stop it. You cut that out. All right. But the Black Lives Matter movement, I believe, I'm hearing the organizers and the uh, the fact that there are owners of this movement taking credit and money and spending it on mansions. That should be a red flag. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. You don't know that when they were doing the protests, government officials, people sponsored by the police were grabbing bricks and breaking buildings to make it look like they were protesters. You're not aware that the Black Panthers were infiltrated and destroyed from within? That Malcolm was shot by someone dressed as a nation member? And that the nation of Islam itself expressed unhappiness with Malcolm exposing things? That's why you don't hear me hyping up the nation of Islam and Farrakhan. Because these people are the ones Malcolm said he was looking out for and watching against and who are stalking him. And nobody cares. No one is even looking at these things or thinking critically about them. Automatically, anytime I say they need to pick a new name if they're going to do all this other stuff. It's instant outrage. Oh, how dare you say that? Black Lives Matter. Duh. My life matters. I don't do voodoo, though. Let's move on to this the baby conversation. These children tried to go up and charge the baby $200. And he said, Well, how much is this? And he ended up buying just a candy bar for them for, I think, $2 and moving on. Now, Soldier Boy has since. Going by and just giving them money and let them keep their candy but he's he's on a campaign to be the first to do things but he has a point though everyone celebrated nipsey hustle for selling an album for 100 and now i'm hearing all these fake woke activist people i heard the joe button podcast talking about it they're saying i agree with them. you're not gonna finesse me you're not gonna hustle me so which one is it Do you support a free market in which people can get paid amazing amounts of money and become millionaires and and start generational wealth because we shouldn't believe in our limitations? Or do you believe that these little black kids are hustlers? Which one is it? Do you believe that you can set your price and that if someone wants to pay you a million dollars for a verse... The baby, That you should receive that Because isn't that what you're doing It's crazy to me hearing the artist takes on this Who get millions of dollars Of verse For the same rap verse That people in basements are rapping Many times the people in the basements Are rapping better But it's crazy to hear all these Well established people then turn around And justify not paying $200 To some Some kids from the hood amazing to me social media has made us blind to our own hypocrisies and has made us just blindly follow whatever the last topic that ties this weird mentality that I'm staying away from and that I feel like 90% of people aren't aware of 85% 95% however much a high amount is the internet's reaction to this, this kid who defaced the Nipsey mural getting killed. He was shot. Now, they're sharing this video. Desensitization comes in. They're sharing this video of this this kid getting killed on social media and gasping for help as he's dying. And people are saying, that's what he gets. Oh, yeah, that's what he gets. Do you think Nipsey would celebrate a black person getting killed? What side are you on is the question. I think a lot of us need to start looking at this. What side are you on? If you're a person of color, do you want us to be killed or not? If you're a white person looking at this, do you want black people to die or not? Do you feel all men are created equal and deserve an opportunity at freedom and free market and life, liberty, pursuit of happiness or not? Now, I'm aware that while they were writing those words, the hypocrisy, the two Americas. I got another topic coming up. The two Americas have always been there, but it pains me to see my people embracing it so much that you can watch a young black male get his head blown off on social media and somehow say that it's okay that you can watch young black children trying to do the same exact thing these rappers do which is selling their product hopefully for something amazing some amazing dollar amount to change their family that you can see that and justify not giving them a chance the same chance that you got that you can say That you want us to move away from stereotypes and bad spiritual practices, but blindly support what the operators of the quote-unquote Black Lives Matter movement are doing. Whose side are you on? What's the goal? Nobody cares. Nobody's questioning it. This is a little unrelated, but I saw a video... Of people randomly singing, I think, the national anthem in Walmart. And one side of America, mainstream America, was like, Oh my goodness, that's so patriotic. Me? I looked at it like, that's creepy. I would immediately leave that place because I would wonder who's going to try to lynch me. Immediately. Question your bias. Don't just take what they give you. They're trying to desensitize you to violence, to ignorance, to hatred. They want you to go along with this shit. And if you need to find out who they is, do your research. Look up the Larry Davis story where police officers were giving cocaine to black citizens to distribute. Look up the Seven Five documentary. Watch the show Snowfall. Look up Reaganomics. All of this stuff. Look at how they bombed black civilizations, black uh, neighborhoods, black cities that were doing successful. Look it up. Their plans haven't changed. We've just become more receptive to it. Their hypocrisy, and when I say they, I don't mean all of anyone... I mean, the ones I'm talking about. The ones doing the shit. Not the everyday on the ground people struggling to make it. But they're using our biases to manipulate us to not see this shit. Be aware, wake up. It ain't hard, you just gotta take the time to do it. There's always been two Americas. I personally feel like we need a new flag. But there are so many people Who don't care about the truth Or what other people have experienced They don't understand that that flag represents Straight up racism and hatred Their mentality is If you don't like it, you can leave No, how about you guys Stop being dumb Oh, if you got something to say About the Black Lives Matter movement Then you're racist No, my life matters I'm against racism, but I'm also against the occult, human sacrifice, people making money and buying mansions off of the phrase, and people promoting the same, people who look like me promoting the same stereotypes. Yeah, I'm against that. Duh. You should be too, ain't you? Well, I guess I can't tell anybody what they should do. Skin folk and kin folk. You know what I mean? Uh, All skin. Everybody who look like you is not on your side. Everyone who doesn't look like you is not against you. And question. Check your bias and your hypocrisy. And question who's controlling these people who are putting these messages out. See how I tied it all together? all right um i think that pretty much covers everything we're gonna do a quick roundup as far as topics let me see what i got uh rest in peace to kts dre you know what i mean um they caught him outside of the 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 prison so watch out who you share your location and release dates with and watch out what kind of karma karma you're building up oh trick daddy trick daddy well we we'll, let me see, is there anything else before we get into this? It's yep. Alright, so the next the final topic of the pod will be this trick daddy situation. So there there's a video of Trick Daddy outside of a club arguing with this girl because he paid her cover i think it was twenty dollars and she didn't want to go home with him so he was he was getting mad about it grabbing her stuff like that there was police there he talking about what he going to do in front of the police there's another video i saw of of we're going we gonna to tie these together and and the, the overall topic is letting go of messed up Things that have been normalized, being aware of things that have been normalized and that we have become desensitized to. So there's another video of Future. There's this girl in this hot tub. And Future comes out, she's looking at him, and he said, and she says, uh, it's for you. For you. And Future laughs and goes, for us. Ha ha ha. And she goes, No, 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 no. And underneath the comments, everybody was like, yeah, that's right for the team. Hey, y'all better learn from this little Mosey situation. Y'all out here trying to catch a case. Women don't have to give you anything. Anything. Women don't have to give you anything. It's the way society is now even if a woman decides to share herself with you you better make sure she's happy comfortable has no complaints does not feel anything bad about it at all you better make sure you better get verbal consent or something because it is not a game out here man it's not a game out here it's not this code of the friend situation is unraveling as well he's getting exposed for acting like a crazy person left and right This trick daddy situation shows a mentality we have to let go of as a people. Thinking that because you spend money on something, a woman is automatically entitled to give you something. Don't let these rappers fool you. Women still are not sex objects. Many women are not pay for play prostitutes many women aren't though society is trying to force this idea and they're using these puppets to corrupt oh oh, this reminded me of my last topic but i'm gonna save that for for the next pod no you know what let's talk about it We'll, we'll get into that in a minute women are not entitled to give you anything if you go out and take a woman on a date And you spend money, she doesn't have to leave with you. That money is not a binding contract. If you're talking to a woman who is a sex worker and it's agreed upon that if you exchange money with this person, she's agreeing to give you sex, that is an agreement between two people that is spoken about. And even that is kind of sketchy. That's a little dodgy. Watch out for that. But y'all better learn. Just because you do something for someone It doesn't entitle you to anything And there's women out there who need to learn too Just because you buy a man something Doesn't mean he's entitled to give you anything either Don't let these rappers fool you People are not just doing whatever Because you give them something They don't have to They can say no to you they can say no to you and if you think that you're gonna press somebody specifically a woman into doing something with you because you gave them something or you think that you're gonna take a woman who says she just wants you and pass her to the bros you better have that lawyer money ready and you better better be ready to deal with what happens to people in jail who try to do things to people like that you better be ready for a different kind of agreement When you go into, into lockup And someone says oh you're new I expect something from you Or I heard I heard that you do this to women Well they gonna expect something out your ass too You better watch out Shoot Um We gonna add to this We gonna add to this topic Something a little unrelated Ties into this social media Disease thing man There was an update on this Drake Bell situation. Creep news. There's an update on this Drake Bell situation. They said that it was a 15 year old girl. Who was allowed to go to his concert unsupervised. And he took advantage of her. I posted a comment saying. Yo who was her guardian? Why did her guardian allow her to go out unattended? Attacked. They attacked me left and right. And you know what I realized? For one. For one. Social media really thinks that most men are siding with pedos. So I need to make this clear. All weirdos need to be dealt with accordingly. They need to be dealt with accordingly. I thought that went without saying, but I'll make that clear. Drake Bell is a weirdo who needs to be dealt with accordingly. But social media has, has infected so many people's minds to just argue, argue, argue. They are now literally arguing arguing against parenting. Someone said, well, a 15-year-old should be able to go out into the world and make their own decisions. And it'd mostly be kids. But I was arguing with a 40-year-old woman about this shit. How dare you victim blame? It's called parenting, famo. I'm not allowing my 15 year old child to go unsupervised, especially if it's a, my daughter. I'm not allowing my 15 year old daughter to go unsupervised to a concert. And I'm where I, at least where I'm not checking what she's doing. Are you kidding me? I saw someone else say, oh, you just don't want your you don't want kids to have any privacy. I have a kid. All right. I trust that he can go to the bathroom by himself. You know what I'm saying? Like he can do certain things by himself. But if you're in my house, I heard people saying that's a problem too. Oh, it doesn't, you should still not check their things or go through their phone or look. If you are an underage minor in my house, hell yes, I'm checking your history and your phone. I'm checking texts because kids lie and I'm not saying that's what this person did but I was a 15 year old kid I was one of the ones who slipped through the cracks and you know why it's because my parents God bless them because they were working and trying to do what they were trying to do to provide for us but they didn't check on me and because I hid things from them I took advantage of the trust That my parents gave me and exploited it to be able to hide things. And it took me to dark places. You interview 90% of the people roaming the streets strung out on drugs. You'll hear a story about how such and such wasn't home. And so I went here. Or such such, such and such was watching me. And I ended up going out into the streets because I didn't have supervision. I worked with troubled youth. I mentored artists who slipped through the cracks like I used to and like I did. And the number one story is most of the shit that was happening to them or that happened to them, their parents at the time had no idea. Many of the online weirdo communications that these kids are having, you guys ever seen uh, To Catch a Predator? Many of these communications are happening because their parents don't No. Because chat logs are deleted. Because history is deleted. I was so hyped when I figured out how to delete my search history. Are you kidding me? You're not going to find out about these Pamela Anderson titties. The internet has infected so many people's minds that now they want to argue with you about parenting and checking on your kids. If you are so afraid to check on your kids, who is going to? If you are so afraid to question what your children are doing and make sure, even though they tell you. My son tells me all the time, yo, I I know how to do it. I know how to do it. No, let me do it. Teaching him how to ride a bike. He finally got it down. But there are times when he'll say, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. And then five seconds later, he's like, I need help. When I was 18, even I was running around telling people I'm grown, I'm grown. I know what I'm doing. I didn't know that was the biggest indicator to let people know. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't, I I had no idea what I was doing. Many of us as adults have no idea what we're doing. We just have that ego, that adult ego. That was a tangent. But my point is children slip through the cracks. All the time because parents aren't checking on them
4: for whatever
1: reason. For for because they're distracted by work, because they're distracted by drugs, because they're distracted by their own ego, because they're distracted by this, by that, thinking their kids are perfect. You know how many straight up gangsters I knew who had loving parents, one of the biggest, I don't want to call them a wannabe, but one of the the biggest gangsters i know quick to pull a gun quick to sell this quick to say that quick to do this quick to pop off on a person pulling guns on their own family their parents had no idea strong not strong christian because there's there's certain things in that household too their parents had no idea that they were doing this they were and you know what was doing it they were soaking up corrupted hip-hop which is what i talked about I would never allow my child to go unsupervised to an industry event because many of these industry people, when you find out, I just watched this documentary on Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio and how his managers and handlers were convicted for pedophilia. How, how the, the, uh, I don't want to say too many names, but there's people. No, you know what? Dan Snyder, there's a lot of names going out there nickelodeon disney we keep seeing so many of these people who are supposed to be in in kid-friendly environments getting convicted of being pedos there's no way i'm letting my kid go to an industry event unsupervised someone is going People are so brainwashed by social media They just want to argue Which one is it Are we protecting the children Are we protecting black women Are we sending underage children Without a guardian to look out for them An older brother, a cousin If it's not you, somebody Unaccompanied minors being allowed to go backstage with entertainers No, it ain't finna fly Ain't finna go And I understand that might offend some new age people or some people who bought into this notion that you just need to fully let your kid do whatever they want. But I got news for you, man. Kids are not able to make the greatest decisions sometimes. And there are people out there who prey on undeveloped minds. That is why you need to protect your children. And on social media, I see now they'll say that that somehow makes you uh you're you're attacking the victim. No, I'm saying protect the victim from the weirdos. You are the first line of defense your child has against the crazy weirdo shit this world has. If you're too scared, too pussy. I know I'm not supposed to say that. If you're too scared to look out for your own kids, if you're too scared to, to, hey, let me, let me, who are you, who are you texting? What y'all talking about? Where'd you hear that from? Where are y'all about to go? Oh, who's going with you? If you don't understand that, you gotta do that sometimes. I pray for you, man. I pray for you because it's gonna get crazy out here. You know how many times I told my parents that I was going to a place. And when I got there, it was something totally different than what they wanted. I used to have a, a a friend I used to call my brother who I would tell my parents I'm going over there and his parents would give us beers when I was like a kid. They would give us like six, they would give us like 20 packs of beer, his parents. They would let us have crazy house parties and every single person that I partied with in that place grew up to be strung out on something, some sort of an addiction, some sort of moral issue. Meanwhile, my parents thought everything was cool. I lied to them. I betrayed their trust. I moved in a way that was unsafe. And yeah, I was a dumb kid. I was a dumb kid. But someone, an adult, could have stopped it. And held those people accountable. I just wanted to have fun, man. I just wanted to have fun someone an adult if an adult in the houses where i went growing up had had the sense to say this ain't okay for kids to do let me keep an eye on these children none of that shit would have happened. and then that kid's parents would have got locked up for providing alcohol to minors it starts at home too arm your children with knowledge and don't let this social media shit don't let any of these rappers these politicians tell you how to raise your kids protect them that's what I feel like and if you want to say I'm wrong for any of the shit I'm saying feel free man the comments are open but I believe the truth is in that gray area man Drake Bell lock them up parents can also look out for their kids Pop Smoke I like action movies We don't have to celebrate death so much. My life matters. I also am aware that they corrupt 90% of the people that are supposed to represent us. It's a difference between metaphors and real rap. And with that, I'm gone, y'all. See y'all next episode. Peace, love, and understanding.
5: I've got the good, good
8: I thought it would be This is everything I thought it should be This is everything that's been in my head This is every thought I never had said Now they all wanna hear what I said Yeah, yeah, yeah This is everything I thought it would be This is everything I thought it should be This is everything that's been in my head This is every thought I never had said Now they all wanna hear what I said Yeah, yeah, yeah all across, never play lacrosse Keep it real, boss Do that well across Really keep the cost up More than they had to be Trying to find it in my memory Feel like a mess out of time machine You say I'm crazy, well shit, guess I gotta be Shit that inspires my mind, it's it fires No time can be wired If we are not liars and we are admired Then keep it a thousand You never see carry with Myers in That's for anyone Trying to say that they would never run Like you really beat a fool To say you already had a gun no you didn't, shit you see is what you wish it. say it isn't I could keep going on and on and on and on about the way you livin' and it makes me livid To see dudes talk but the inside timid The fact that we livin' in a track that we keep going round and round and round and round and round And, and they never turn it back, what's really been up with you? Don't just respond with the usual, text message feel like a funeral I can't tell if you are there and I need to know the type of tone that you meanin' Is it all part of all my demons, I mean it The shoe fist, then go ahead and try to see it Oh, from Venus. I guess what I mean is you shouldn't find out in someone else's meaning. I mean if they really been meaning to tell you about it, then try talking them through their demons. But if they ain't with it, then let it all go. Stop reading them scriptures and just let it flow. Too many I needing, I'll love your control. That's when you're needing it all for the most. French toast, gotta get that bread. That's the only thing you really gotta set. If your mind ain't bent on your money, the dog, you the funniest get. But not in a way like being a comedian. I mean, if you ain't gonna make them all laugh, bad company. Guess you should aim for the median. This is everything I thought it would be. This is everything I thought it should be. This is everything that's been in my head. This is every thought I never had said. Now they all wanna hear what I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is everything I thought it would be This is everything I thought it should be This is everything that's been in my head This is every thought I never had said Now they all wanna hear what I said Yeah, yeah, yeah Chalk to retrace, these rappers can stay at their pace and hear what the fuck I'ma say Only to be a dismay, but wait You know I'ma catch them all slipping on top of the ceiling I'm reeling them in like I'm catching a villain But still in the fact that I've been out and stealing The knowledge is still they keep on looking like When the fuck is it dropping? When the fuck is it dropping? Can we get a fucking date yet? Can we get a date on when the fuck this is... God, I'm fucking out. Fuck it.